Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be talking about narcissistic identity theft. Narcissistic identity theft is a term that I coined which describes the way narcissistic abusers literally steal the identity of their victims. They do this slowly. They do this with many different techniques, such as the silent treatment, gaslighting, covert control, and ultimately stealing the sense of self of their victims in order to use the very victim for a source of narcissistic supply, energetic supply. As you probably already know, narcissistic abusers look to keep their victims controlled and ultimately in servitude in their fake false fantasy world. This trauma bond that exists with narcissistic abusers will be a place, a psychological prison, where victims often lose themselves completely to their abuser, many times not even realizing that they are in fact in a psychological prison. Narcissistic abusers eclipse their victims and ultimately want to possess them as objects and ultimately as slaves. When victims enter into the relationship, they are often given, I'm sorry, they often give up everything to their abuser. They are seduced to open up and be vulnerable. This is with the love bombing and the flattery in the beginning of the relationship. They become very vulnerable to suggestions and messages to the abuser. Narcissistic abusers quite literally deconstruct and then reconstruct their victim's sense of self, their identity, to be a new person. They build them up, so they demean, devalue, and oftentimes then build them back up with love, or fake love, I should say, to be the perfect slave, the perfect narcissistic supply. Narcissistic abusers assume a godlike power over their victims as they speak into existence the very thoughts and emotions of their victims. So because the individual is vulnerable, the victim is vulnerable, they'll be very uh, prone very uh, suggestible to uh, manipulation and ultimately a sort of hypnotic sense of speaking into existence, uh, speaking at the victim, does the narcissist, and ultimately put thoughts and ideas and feelings into their victim uh, in order to completely and entirely control their mind and ultimately take over their sense of self. The addiction to this type of power and this godlike control of speaking their victims into existence, so to speak, is extremely difficult to give up, which is oftentimes why narcissistic abusers will never let go of this type of control, even if it means death. Because of this ability to do this, plant thoughts, sea planting, uh, quite literally dr- downloading and brainwashing their victims, they can quite literally create an identity for their victims, one that they choose one that they paint as they wish. It's just, this is specifically and especially horrific for narcissistic parents who can manufacture their children to be as they wish. They can grow them up and shine a light as to how to be and ultimately creating usually another narcissistic abuser who themselves will then abuse. Children in this case, in these homes, narcissistic homes, never get the ability to develop a self and the metaphorical wings, which can then be used to walk away fly away and live their own life, which is what healthy parents should uh, do for their children, give them the ability to be their own person. This is the last thing a narcissistic parent wants. They want to, this would end their supply of using their child. Independence and separate sense of self is seen as an affront, a confrontation, 
is seen as a um, insubordination and ultimately death to the family unit and ultimately the parents' false sense of self. The trauma bond, this physiological, psychological, emotional, spiritual bond to the abuser that takes place slowly but surely as narcissistic abusers manipulate their victims to give over their sense of self, their supply, um, is, is sort of ingrained. And um, parents are really able to use their child from day one. It's almost set up from day one. Uh, and they can use their child for their lifetime. The child will want to please the parent. The parent has no problem manipulating and using the child, creating this sort of Stockholm Syndrome where the parent is using the child throughout their lifetime. This is where you see even much older parents and children, let's say an 80-year-old parent and a 60-year-old child of this parent still bonded and trying to please this manipulating, narcissistically abusive parent. This is often why, this is really the reason why it creates an intergenerational trauma, uh, I should say trauma bond, because what happens is, is that the parent traps the child, the child then feels trapped and ultimately traps their child, creating a very difficult dynamics to get out of. When you are trying to heal and get out of a trauma bond from a parent, understand that you are up against intergenerational psychological prisons, core beliefs that have been around way before you or your parents. So it's important to understand what you're up against. Victims need to rebuild themselves oftentimes from the ground up, and literally create a new identity, think new thoughts, you know, see themselves in a different light, uh, move, ta move, move to a new city or uh, create a new uh, career for themselves. This is oftentimes where you see them just start over, start their entire life over from scratch because ultimately speaking, Everything that they have ever known, oftentimes friends, uh, have been robbed from them. They have been poisoned by this narcissistic parent, and they need to start over. This is if they can escape this psychological prison. It's important to gain distance from the abuser. Um, and if this means going no contact or walking away from family of origin, uh, it is not an easy thing to do, but it sometimes is a matter of psychological, emotional, spiritual life and death. If you stay in this trauma bond. You can quite literally lose yourself without the ability to differentiate who you are. And this is the pure, this is the true identity theft where the victim has completely lost themselves to their abuser and they have no identity. They have no idea who they are outside of the relationship. This will allow one, I should say, by getting distance and being alone, it'll allow one to truly find out who they are. And this is important because if you do not know who you are, then you will fall for somebody who tells you who you are or who manipulates you to become something you're not via brainwashing and gaslighting and manipulation. So therefore, it's important to understand who you truly are and, not, and also differentiate between the false brainwashing and identity that the narcissistic abuser created for you and realize that it was a lie, it was manipulation. And as difficult as that is, and as painful as that truth is to understand, to accept, it's important to accept it and ultimately rebuild after narcissistic abuse. The mind map therapy system which I work with is a system to help you identify your wounds of childhood, your developmental traumas, and ultimately how you have not fully developed your sense of self. As you heal yourself, as you heal your independent sense of self and create an identity for yourself, 
you'll be able to understand when somebody's manipulating you. If you do not do that, however, it's very difficult to sense when you're being manipulated by narcissistic abusers. The mind map therapy is designed to help you identify your wounds, heal them, help you develop an independent sense of self so you can then enter into the world, into relationships, into jobs, into scenarios, into friendships that are mutual, respectful, interdependent, connecting, fulfilling, and loving, and respectful. Please do reach out if you're struggling from this issue, if you're struggling to become independent from your narcissistic abusive parent, partner, boss, etc. I can be reached at YITZ, that's Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. I can be reached by phone, 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation to go over your situation and how I can be of service to you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an honor to be able to deliver this message, this information to you. Please feel free to like it and share it. If you benefited from this podcast, if you have anybody else who you know is struggling from this issue, please inform them of this information and that healing is more than possible. So thank you so much for listening once again, and until next time, all the best.